We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores. Welcome to the DFS MLB Podcast Friday edition for tonight's Major League Baseball games, folks. Hi there, baseball fans. I'm Paul Bruno, and I'm joined, as always, by John McKechnie. We're coming at you today with our best recommendations for your FanDuel rosters for our Friday night schedule. John, any observations you want to share before we get going? I, well, I know we've had a, a day now to to absorb all of this, but, I mean, what did you think of Max Scherzer going for 20 strikeouts on Wednesday night? Like, that was unbelievable i played in a cash game that night i had him unfortunately so did about 53 percent of the other people in that uh they also had scherzer but you know that goes to show if you didn't have him there's no way you're cashing that night with 93 points coming from the pitcher now i didn't play and i wondered what would make you spend the money on this guy first of all he must have been right at the top near the top of the board in terms of pricing but what made him such an attraction to you uh, to make that pick if I remember correctly, he just had the matchup where, you know, the Tigers lineup is striking out a ton, and that for whatever reason, they took Castellanos, who I believe is leading the American League in batting average, took him out of the lineup, so that, you know, that's one less guy to worry about, and 
Scherzer, his price was a bit diminished because he's coming off a, a kind of a rocky start in which I think he had allowed four home runs. Uh, so his price was down compared to what you usually see him at, and I think that's kind of what was the, was the tempting factor for me. Well, and, and I think we're even seeing that in some of the line, lineup choices we're making today, John. I looked over your picks and some of mine, and there's a couple of players that – I am surprised by the low prices assigned to them, and that's why I think we both thought to throw them into our laps, and, and I think it's a great segue to get into the show today to, to remind our listeners to look for those situations where you're talking about a name-brand player who might not be hitting on all cylinders but might be primed for, uh, for a turnaround and, and uh, appears on the boards as a, at a discounted price. And, I mean, for those that acted on the Scherzer situation that you cited, that was a great case in point with a tremendous reward of some 93 fantasy points in, in the FanDuel scoring system. So a remarkable windfall. And uh, if it's even marginally discounted, that's a fabulous value. Right. So uh, why don't we get into, get into things, uh, and we'll begin with the matchups uh, at the 7 o'clock time slot. There's one that's earlier, about 2.20, so that we're going to discount the Pirates-Cubbies affair. And, uh, John, I'll let you take it away with the first five matchups. All right. L- leading us off here to start the, the night slate, we're going to have uh, Detroit with Justin Verlander on the hill at Baltimore again, going against Chris Tillman. That's a 7.05 first pitch. Uh, same time, we're going to have uh, Chicago's Chris Sale g- uh, going in Yankee Stadium against Luis Severino, who's 0-5 with a 6.12 ERA. That is at 7.05. Uh, then we're going to the nation's capital. We got Miami and Tom Kohler on the hill going against Gio Gonzalez in the Nationals' 705 first pitch. Then we're going to have Cincinnati's Brandon Finnegan uh, in Philadelphia against Jeremy Hellickson, 705 start there. And then uh, finishing off that little time slot, we got Houston uh, with Lance McCullers making his first start of the season. He kind of started the season on the DL with, with some, uh, I believe, a shoulder injury, but he'll be making his first start tonight in Boston, so that's going to be a tough test going against Stephen Wright, uh, who's 3-3 three and three with a 1-5-2 ERA. And uh, following those games at 7-10, Ricky Nolasco visits Cleveland and Tomlin with a 5-0 and mark for the Indians, following up Hill for Oakland. Uh, with a 4-3 and record against Jake Odorizzi, 0-1-1 uh, in Tampa at 7-10. Then uh, the Jays with R.A. Dickey against Martin Perez in Texas at 8-05. Friedrich's just been inserted as the starter for San Diego. We had him as TBA before the show went to air, but Friedrich's been announced as the starter for tonight's game against Guerra. Both of those guys, only one decision between the two of them on the season. And then uh, Atlanta, you cited them. You'll cite them a little bit later with some of your picks. Uh, Julio Teheran, 0-3 against Edinson Volquez, 3-3 at 8-15 tonight. All right, then we're moving on to a little bit later on in the evening. We got uh, Matt Harvey and the Mets going out to Coors Field uh, to face Colorado and John Gray. That's an 8-40 start. Following that up, we're going to have San Francisco with Jeff Samarja on the hill going against Arizona's Shelby Miller in the desert. That's a 940 Eastern start. And then our couple of late-night matchups, we're going to have the Angels going up to Seattle. We're going to have Nick Tropiano for the Angels going against Nate Carnes and the Mariners. And then finishing us off here at 1010 Eastern, we're going to have St. Louis with Michael Waka going against Ross Stripling of the Dodgers. I believe the couple of Texas A&M Aggies on the hill 
uh, in that one. So that starts at 1010 at Chavez Ravine. Very, I always marvel when people like, like us cite the college affiliation with these, these guys. They were, they were just kids when they went to college now, and, and they'll always be linked to their college affiliation. It's something as a Canadian that I don't really get, but you <laughs> American guys, you're all over that sort of thing. I never, I can hardly remember where I went to college. It's been a few years, but uh, it's not that big a deal up here. Um, John, let's get into the starting pitchers that we've selected. Tell us who you like, and I will counter with my pick. Okay, for my pitcher, I'm I'm going with the, with kind of a mid tier option here. I'm going with Edison Volquez of the Royals at 8,500, going up against uh, the Braves at home. Now I know that the Royals have been struggling at the moment, and the rotation has kind of been at the center of that. They had a couple pitchers that failed to get out of the third inning uh, this week in Yankee Stadium, but I like Volquez at home against the Braves to kind of stop the bleeding. Now his home road splits uh, that you know. Those can be kind of a tricky thing to lean on in general, but they're really stark for Volquez. Uh, now, Coffin Stadium where, is where he's done his best work this year. He's got a 2-1 record with a 1.37 ERA, a 1.02 whip, and a 5.4 K to walk rate. Now, compare that to a 1-2 record on the road with an 8.2 8. ERA, and you realize that uh, when, when Volquez is on the hill at home, that's when you want to take him. And then you toss in the fact that uh, he's going against the Braves, who have the worst, uh, pretty much the worst lineup top to bottom in baseball. No power threats. The worst weighted on base percentage in the majors by 15 points at 263. And Volquez has averaged 42.33 Fanduel points per start at home this year. So I'm going to take Volquez uh, at a mid at a mid tier price, 8,500 against the worst team in baseball. Okay, well, I'm going to save a little bit more money than you picking Justin Verlander. The, I like the veteran righty. How can you not? The guy's got Kate Upton on his arm after the, the announcement this past week. And I know you are a very jealous guy, just as I am, even <laughs> though we're, we're accounted for ourselves. The veteran righty twirled four quality starts in his last five outings, the last of which was a vintage seven-inning three-hit performance where he struck out nine Texas batters and didn't allow a run. Tonight he gets the Orioles, who, like the Rangers, are a free-swinging club, John, and I'm very encouraged by a number of favorable head-to-head histories that Verlander owns against several of these Orioles veteran bats. So I'm pretty comfortable with that uh, lower price of 7800 bucks. I think we both have some Philip. Uh, flexibility in our rosters as we go through the rest of our picks but before we do let's give a nod to our friends at FanDuel. Uh, Friends MLB season is here and that means daily fantasy baseball is back so go to FanDuel.com. Building a team is easy there. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just one dollar and anyone can play. John, I love playing the FanDuel. It's it's got me hooked. I mean you and I talked before the show. I'm a guy that uh, Love to play board games like Stratomatic Baseball and 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 uh, others like that, but to me, the daily fantasy game is it's really taken over, and FanDuel's at the forefront of it for me. It really is. It's it's such like a fascinating mix of of trend, uh, you know, long sample sizes, short sample sizes. There there's so many different ways to skin the cat, as it were. That you know you you can you can lean on so many different factors, and no matter what. Uh, if, you, if you click, you click. You know, there, there's just a lot of ways to get it done here on FanDuel. I really like the, the kind of versatility and, and how you can stack your lineups in different ways and have it pan out. So I've, re- I've really been enjoying it this season. Now, FanDuel, in partnership with Rotowire, has created the Fan- uh, Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Championship, 
where FanDuel and Rotowire are offering an exclusive series of 14 weekly contests for Rotowire readers, culminating with the final on July 10th, which awards 15,000 in free prizes, including 2,000 for first place. And John, I finished just on the outside of that top rung uh, last year, so it was something that held my interest right to the end, and I hope to be competitive just like you uh, this season. And uh, again, it's a lot of fun and bragging rights when we get together with our pals uh, over at Rotowire. So uh, we invite you to join our one, over 1 million users who've already won money at FanDuel. It's never too late to join. Come play with me every day over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. Use my code, RWPOD, and sign up now. We have a special offer for new users where you get a free month, six-month Rotowire subscription with a $25 deposit where you must sign up with my promo code, RWPOD. That's over $60 is in value for just $25. So don't forget to use my code, RWPOD. WPod. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. Sign up today. Okay, John, let's get into our position-by-position picks. Who do you like at the catcher's pot? I'm going to go with the cheap option here. I'm going to go with Jan Gomes at 2,300, going up against uh, the Twins and Ricky Nolasco. Now, before I really start here, I know that, that Gomes has been nothing short of dreadful to start the year. He's batting 158. He's only getting on base at a at a 190 clip, so that that's just really uh, that that can scare off a lot of people, understandably so. And he's coming off an 0 for 7 on Wednesday when that game uh, went to extra innings in Houston, I believe. So now he's down to 2300, and I just know that Gomes is a better player than what he's what he's shown thus far. And I think Friday's matchup going against a guy like Ricky Nolasco at home, I think that could really kind of help to turn the tide a little bit for him. Now he's he's faced. Uh, Nolasco only seven times in his career, but he's clubbed two home runs in that stretch. So, you know, you're taking a bit of a of a gamble here on on Gomes, but I I think it could definitely pay off. And at 2,300, you're saving a good bit of coin compared to uh, some of the way more expensive uh, options at catcher. Yeah, it's it can be also a puntable position. So you make an interesting case for a guy who's not really firing on all cylinders. But I leaned on those head-to-head samples and. Uh, if he can build on that, he might start driving this guy to the to the park when they face each other in the future. For my catcher pick, I'm going to go to Yadier Molina of the Cardinals for 2,900 bucks. To me, this looks like a nice value, another nice value play at the catcher spot. When I point to his impressive 3.36 batting average and an OPS of over 8.60, he's yet to hit a homer this season. But I like the fact that he's been very consistent in terms of putting the ball in play and getting some knocks and can point, point to five multi-hit efforts in his last 10 starts, John. So I stick with this veteran, and uh, I like his chances against Dodgers rookie Ross Strickling, who has had three relatively short outings in his last four starts. So uh, what about your first base pick? I'm going to pay up a little bit more here. I'm going to go with, but I'm going to stay in that same game. I'm going with Cleveland again. I'm going with Mike Napoli at 3,600. Now, Mike Napoli... Uh, got off to a bit of a rough start in April, but he, he's raised his average from 205 at the end of April to 248 heading into Friday, and he's done that with on the strength of four multi-hit games over over the last week, and he's kind of rediscovered his power stroke a little bit with three home runs and two doubles in that span over the past week. So there's a bit of risk here because Napoli strikes out a lot, and he doesn't. He's not big on uh, drawing walks, but he's going against a guy that in Ricky Nolasco who's topping out in the very low 90s and he doesn't necessarily have the swing and miss stuff 
that that could really fool Napoli or even overpower him. So I think Napoli's going to be able to square up uh, Nolasco at least once or twice uh, here on Friday night. Okay, I'm going to counter with Justin Smoke of the Blue Jays at 2700 bucks. Toronto's getting good mileage out of the big lefty who's trying to shed his image of a, of a platoon player. I expect him in the lineup tonight against lefty Marty Perez, who is not an overpowering pitcher, that, and he's allowed 55 base runners in 41 innings pitched, and that should mean that the Jays will get multiple at-bats with runners on base, and, and this guy's in the middle of the order, and likely going to be presented with some opportunities with situations where he's got easy chances to get some ribbies, and uh, I like his 5-for-13 history in this matchup. He's also 6-for his last 16 at-bats since the Jays uh, inserted him in a more regular uh, rotation into this lineup. Mm-hmm. At the second base slot, you're spending a little bit of money. I am. Uh, the second base crop is kind of underwhelming to me on Friday. I think there are a lot of players that are overpriced uh, compared to what you can realistically expect for them to provide. But I'm going to go with Robinson Cano here at 4100 I think that he's worth the price that he's at. It's a little inflated, sure, but I think he's definitely worth it here. Uh, he's going up against uh, right-hander Nick Tropiano uh, of the Angels. He's do- Now, Cano has dominated right-handed pitching to the tune of a 345 average and a 1.140 OPS to go with nine home runs and 25 RBI on the season. So he's really just mashing right-handed pitching. And the Mariners have just been on fire this month. They, you know, they, they've kind of, they don't get the attention that, that, uh, Maybe some other teams that uh, are getting, but the Mariners are really hot so far in May. Uh, they have the six most runs in the bigs in May, and I think Cano is really a big reason as to why they're clicking so well. So look for him uh, to provide a nice return on a you know a sizable investment at forty one hundred. But I'm going with Cano here, and I'm going to spend big bucks at the second base slot too with Rudnet Udur of the Rangers, forty three hundred dollars. He's enjoyed facing the Blue Jays and particularly Ari Dickey in a small sample during his brief career. He also had a twelve for twenty six streaks snapped most uh, last night when he went over. But uh, I look at this matchup as a great opportunity for him to pick up where he left off before yesterday's stumble. He's been a very effective table setter ahead of the power bats in the Ranger lineup, and they all have a high contact rate against the knuckleballer who's had his troubles once again early in the season. So I'm a little down on R.A. Dickey, and uh, I think the uh, Jays outfielders should have their hard hats on tonight just in case it gets a little ugly out there. But I expect (laughs) a high-scoring game on both sides in that one. Your third base pick, John. Uh, we're going to keep it in that same game, but other dugout. I'm going to go with your guy. I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly based on your suggestion last week. Toronto. Excellent. Third uh, Josh Donaldson <laughs> at 4,300. Now, I know that spending 4,000 plus on a couple of infielders can, can hamstring you, especially when kind of the theme of, of our podcast has always been saving on the infield, spending up in the outfield. But I think there's enough outfield picks, value picks, that I'm going to get into a little bit later to where you can definitely fit Donaldson into your lineup. And Donaldson, he's going against a lefty in Perez, and he just has astronomical numbers against lefty. A 438 batting average, a 1.394 OPS against Southpaws. Add in the fact that they're going to be at Globe Life Park, and I'm, complete, I'm locking Donaldson into every lineup I have tonight. I think that's a great call if you can fit him in. I'm uh, going the discount route, though, with my third base pick, Louis Valbuena of the Astros for 2700 bucks. Despite a few pricier options like Donaldson, as you suggested, I picked 
Valbuena, and I noticed that he's collected seven hits in his last six games, and four of them have gone for extra bases. This may be a sign that he's regained a power stroke that saw him collect 25 dingers last year. He's getting a chance to test that possibility in the friendly, friendly confines of Fenway Park tonight and the rest of this weekend. If he gets going as soon as I expect, he will. This low price tag won't last very long for Valbuena. <laughs> Your shortstop pick, John. I'm going to go with Cincinnati's Zach Cozart. Uh, he's off to an excellent start. Uh, he's batting 330 with a 550 slugging percentage and uh, 14 extra base hits thus far this season. He's going against a Philadelphia pitcher and Jeremy Hellickson, who, you know, not disastrous numbers by any means, but, but certainly middling at best. And Cozart just is really seeing the ball well coming out of a right-hander's hand thus far this season. He's, he's batting 342 with the 548 slugging percentage against them, a couple of home runs. Uh, and I, I think where he hits in the lineup near the top, I think he's going to have a chance to come around and score. And I think he even has a chance to send one out as well. So I'm going to go with Cozart. It's a little, it's kind of expensive at 3,600, but not, not breaking the bank by any means. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with him here tonight. All right, John, and, and people who are listening to this podcast are going to wonder how come nobody's mentioned a Red Sox player yet the way this, this team is hitting, but I'm going to break that slump right now with my short topic of Xander Bogarts, $4,100. He's played a central role in the league's leading attack, and tonight he faces Lance McCullers, who's making his 2016 debut. You would think he'd like a softer touch, but he's going against the Red Sox after recovering from a spring training shoulder injury tonight. He gets the nod. Bogarts is one of the hottest hitters in the majors, and I think he's a bargain at this price today, John, when I note that he has 10, count them, multi-hit games in his last 19 starts, and he's collected two of his three homers in his last five outings, so the power stroke is even falling into place. I think this is a tremendous value for $4,100. Let's uh, swing over to the outfield and give us your trio of picks. Yeah, I, de- I definitely like it, uh, Red Sox tonight. You know, we, It's almost to the point where it's almost assumed that you need some Red Sox in your lineup, but I think Bogarts uh, definitely is kind of the best of the bunch right there. So with no, with further, no further ado, I'm going to get into the outfield picks here. Uh, my first one's a little bit chalky. I'm just going to go with Giancarlo Stanton. There, there's not many more superlatives that I can say that haven't already been said about the guy. He's going up against a lefty in Gio Gonzalez, and Stanton's only priced at 4300 I I think that that, you know, this is a guy that could realistically be a 5000 uh, dollar price player so getting him at a relative discount uh going against the lefty so he's got the split advantage uh, i like him a lot tonight and then staying in that game i'm gonna go with ben revere of washington at 2600 uh going against tom kohler now a lot of nationals have a, have a lot of great career numbers against tom kohler uh kind of like you said about the red sox you'll be hearing a lot about them uh you'll probably be hearing a lot today about how Bryce Harper has incredible career numbers against Kohler, but Revere actually has uh, the best uh, blend of, in my opinion, production, upside, and value amongst those Nationals hitters against Kohler. He's 10 for 22 against Kohler, and I think that uh, tonight's the night that he could be uh, due to turn his slow start around. And at 2600 that's a really cheap price for an outfielder that's going to be leading off in a really potent lineup that, like I said, kind of dominates Tom Kohler. So I like Revere here as a, as a bit of a value play with a, with a lot of upside. And then third, uh, this one is coming out of uh, left field a little bit, literally and figuratively. I got Stephen Moya at the minimum price, $2,000 uh, for Detroit. He got called up yesterday. He's really impressive-looking guy. He's like 6'7", 260, massive guy, uh, slugged nine home runs and 11 doubles 
in like 130 plate appearances at the minor leagues before getting called up. Uh, there's no guarantee that he's going to be in the lineup tonight, so you're going to need to check back uh, on Roto-Wire's lineup page tonight to make sure that it's not an outfield combo of Upton and left, Ghost and center, and uh, Martina, J.D. Martinez in right. But Moya does have that left-handed bat that uh, they might you know, try to split things up a little bit because it, the Tigers do have a predominantly right-handed order. So check, it, check back before lineup lock, but I do like Moya a lot at $2,000 with upside. Uh, he also went two for four last night in his debut, just to underline that a little bit further. John, I, before I make my outfield picks, i got to talk to you about Ben Revere and Drew Storen. When that trade was made in the offseason, I thought it was a potentially great deal for both clubs. I certainly didn't want to see Revere leave the Jays because I thought he was going to be a great leadoff option in their lineup and a great yeah. counter to the fact they had all those righties following him. But Storen has been a, nothing short of a disaster, just like Revere has been pretty poor so far. So both veterans are looking for a, a turnaround uh, in their seasons. And uh, I wonder if both teams would like to undo that trade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it really hasn't worked out the way that either team has uh, had envisioned. I'll give you that for sure. Well, let me close it out with our my three outfield picks, John. I'm going to go with sticking with the Blue Jays a little bit. Kevin Pillar for $3,200. Uh, John Gibbons, manager John Gibbons, announced that he's going to start uh, lefty, uh, righty Pillar against lefty pitching, and they're going to face lefty Martin Perez, as we've highly highlighted tonight. So he'll be in the leadoff spot, and that makes him a little more valuable than the $3,200 price tag, in my opinion, uh, with this wrinkle atop the Jays' batting order. It immediately injects... Uh, him and his uh, OPS, which is in the high 700s against Port Siders. And if he gets on ahead of the big boppers who mash lefties too in this lineup, Pilar could easily circle the bases at least a couple of times. And that that is likely to happen at Globe Life Park, where the Jays lineup has really lit things up in recent years. So I'm expecting quite a light show on both sides of the of the infield uh, in that matchup. Uh, further on in the outfield, I'm going to go with Lorenzo Kane of the Royals at $3,300. Kane has become a fixture in the top third of the defending champions batting order, as everybody knows. Like uh, Pilar and and company in the top of uh, a lot of batting orders. He may be overshadowed by some of the heavy-hitting heavy guys that follow him in the lineups, but he gets uh, the chance to do some damage as a key igniter in this team's offense. He's hit safely in 11 of 12 games, I note, including seven multi-hit efforts. After hitting to an OPS of one in his last 15 starts, I love his overall numbers that that have come right back into career norms after a poor start. This looks like a low price when you consider how hot he's been over the last two weeks and the fact that lowly Braves provide tonight's opposition for, for him and his Casey mates. And then round out the roster with another Red Sox batter, Jackie Bradley Jr., a little more expensive than the first one I mentioned, but still at $3,800, a nice value play when you consider he's easily the best ninth hitter in the MLB, currently hitting over 320. For the season, his most recent numbers are even more outstanding. Going into tonight's date against Houston, he has 14 hits in his last 28 at-bats and five straight multi-hit efforts, which include four homers and 15 RBIs. Those numbers are impossible to ignore, so I simply will not. So, John, with that, who is your pick of the day? Uh, like, like I said earlier, I'm just going to stick it out with, with Josh Donaldson here of the Blue Jays. I, I just think that the, the combination of, of price matchup recent production and ballpark is just too much to to not have in your lineup tonight i i just have to go with josh donaldson against a lefty 
And I'm going to stick with Jackie Bradley Jr. at 3,800 bucks. Like I said, easily the best ninth hitter in in the major leagues. And uh, I can't believe they're keeping him down in that slot. But I guess you don't mess with it when it's working the way it right. is. And uh, boy, he's even found a power stroke down there. And the ribbies are coming in in bushelfuls. So uh, again, I see tremendous value, and that's a pretty nice matchup that he has to continue the streak this evening. So, mm-hmm. John, uh, final comments for to you. Uh, looking forward to tonight's slate. I think that, that that Red Sox game could really provide a ton of, uh, of runs. I mean, especially going against that McCullers with making his first start of the season. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how Matt Harvey fares out, in, out, in, uh, out of Coors Field because the, the Rockies can certainly humble you, and Matt Harvey might be getting humbled tonight. Oh, I look for the bat signal to be loud and proud tonight. I look for a big performance from him this evening. Right. But I'm, I'm going to see if the Jays and Rangers can keep pace with the Raptors and, and the Heat tonight for a while in the early going. I expect a high-scoring affair there and a lot of crooked numbers. So I'll be flipping the channel back and forth and hoping for a, a couple of wins for my home teams this evening. Yep, big night for Toronto sports. I'm pulling for you. I love the way you say Toronto. Uh, the, the second T is silent, and you've mastered it, John. Kudos to All right. you. So, so there you have it for John McKechnie. I'm Paul Bruno, and we wish you good luck with your FanDuel ticks. Come back to listen to our podcast on a daily basis to get an edge on the competition. So long, everybody. See you.